It's another day. I'm another John, and this is another note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled Whatever. And our scripture reference is taken from Matthew 21, verses 18 through 22. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Let's consider another difficult passage from the Bible today. I won't guarantee we'll finish with definitive answers. In fact, let's seek first and foremost to do something perhaps more beneficial. Let's open ourselves to hearing God's voice. As we do, we may learn something new, and we may not. Either way, we're allowing God's Spirit to shape our thoughts and faith. In Matthew 21, Jesus cursed a fig tree. What a strange thing for our Savior to do, right? What makes today's passage from Matthew so difficult is the lesson Jesus gives. Well, the second lesson he gives. The point of contention for most people is what Jesus says about faith after cursing the fig tree. Others have a problem with the curse itself. Whatever you ask for in prayer with faith, he says, you will receive. Whatever seems to imply anything. Well, that's problematic because what if whatever means something bad? Well, anyone hoping to make something bad happen is not following Jesus. They're not praying to God, so we can dismiss that with ease. What about faithful people who haven't received their whatever? I've prayed for healing, reconciliation, and justice and didn't receive it. Did I not pray or trust enough? I suppose that's always a possibility. But I also know many others who have strong faith that did not receive the whatever they prayed for. It could be we need to reconsider what whatever means. The lesson on prayer and faith is the second Jesus gives in this short passage. Cursing the fig tree is the first. The curse may seem silly initially. Consider, though, the purpose of a fig tree. Its purpose is to produce figs. If it can't do that, it isn't really a fig tree. To understand the lesson, we need to recall the context of what has just happened. Matthew 21 opens with Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. Then Jesus entered the temple and started throwing tables around. Jesus was angry because of the selling and buying. I'm convinced he was even more angry by what happened next. Jesus healed those who came to him and people began to cry out, Hosanna to the son of David. And the chief priests and scribes became angry. There are several reasons they might have responded that way, but I want to focus on the anger of Jesus. Why didn't the blind and lame people go to the chief priests? I can only imagine the religious leaders would have told them there was something wrong with who they were. Their sin was on display for all to see. It would be obvious to those leaders that these people 
weren't right with God. By the way, I'm a religious leader. I shouldn't be in the company of sinners and sick people. It's right after that scene, Jesus returned to Jerusalem from a night spent in Bethany. He was hungry, and the fig tree he found had no fruit. And I think his anger about the religious leader's anger was rekindled. There's the lesson. If we've read what happened in Jerusalem the day before, we understand it better. So let's self-reflect for a moment. Are people able to bring their needs to you or to your church? Are they? It seems like people weren't able to bring theirs to the religious leaders. The leaders, of course, had all the markings and words to make them look fruitful, but offered no real fruit. Are we sure we're not much better? God expects fruit from his church, not business, not show, not even positive feelings. John the Baptist had already told the religious leaders to produce fruit in keeping with repentance. God's church today needs that same reminder. I still don't know what whatever means entirely. I do trust that Jesus meant what he said. What I've decided to do is seek fruit worthy of repentance and let God fill in the whatever. If our church can't produce that kind of fruit, are we really God's church? Stay blessed.